And at some point in time, you look at your process and you're like, okay, it's either the process doesn't work or we're not working the process. And so let's take an audit of what our project management process is. This is how it is laid out. Are we doing this? And time and time again, it was, no, we're not following it. So why am I going to change the process if we're not even following the process that we have? Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. We've put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 lead gen strategies checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver, and today we're hanging out with Sean Tombagahan. Sean is the founder and CEO of Butler Branding, a full-service creative agency in Central California. He teaches the business of branding to creative entrepreneurs who are looking to grow their business, as well as growing a, a very awesome direct creative services agency uh, to many different types of businesses and organizations. And we're going to learn more about Butler Branding today. We're going to learn more about what he's been doing with creative entrepreneurs. Sean, welcome to the program. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. So give us like a, you know, 100 foot view. If I, if I was, I had a helicopter over the agency today and I I could see through walls, right? Like what would I see? How big is the team? Uh, What kind of stuff are you guys working on? Yeah, man, we're a uh, full service creative agency. So basically, we have 10 employees. There's 10 of us. Um, We do things like brand identity, graphic design, website design, and content marketing. And so the team is mostly like creatives and, and marketers. And we're in Central California. And we work with... Pretty much any industry. Uh, we're not really niched down in a particular industry, but if there were one that we would niche down into, just we have a lot of um, experience with and, and just a heart for is what we call mission-driven brands. A lot of nonprofits, community-based organizations, and things like that. Okay. How, how did you come to focus on that target market? Was it just kind of organic the types of people that resonated with you? Or was that something that you sat down and said, these are our people, we're going to focus here? It, it was for sure something that we had discovered. Like we did not have a plan and, and think like, what's the most profitable venture for us to to get into is really just working with a lot of different organizations. And we took a step back and we just assessed like, who are our best clients? Who were the favorite clients that we loved working with? And it just so happened that there was this common thread that uh, a lot of them were mission driven. And and by mission driven, we're, we're that's really a broad uh, statement because it is, yeah, a lot of nonprofits, but th- there are some for profit companies that have a mission that's bigger than just their direct uh, product or service that they're selling. And so it, it, the way I explain is if there's a business that's just about profit, like, hey, we started this thing so we can make money and we're just in this transactional relationship to where we want to work with an agency to where we, every dollar we pay you, uh, we see a dollar fifty in return, and everything is is uh, measurable on a spreadsheet. It's actually not really the best relationship for us. 
It's more about the brands who are doing great work and doing more in the world and they have a hard time communicating what they do and they just are looking for an agency to help them communicate their voice, find their voice, communicate that to the right audience. And so anyway, when we did an assessment of like our favorite clients, we saw that common thread that they were mission driven. Yeah, very cool. And and why did you start the agency to begin with? Was it a are you kind of an accidental agency owner where one project led to the other or was what was the genesis story? So yeah, I, for sure, accidental. I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. Um, I had this existential crisis at 22. You know, I had this uh, religious experience to, to where I gave my life fully to God. And at that time, I was like, well, I can't be getting hammered at the bar that I'm working at every night. So uh, maybe let me just quit that. And I, I just started working for my mom and uh, entry level. And it just she's a serial entrepreneur. She had seven small companies. Uh, her main bread and butter was call center consulting. So the the annoying phone calls you get from people trying to sell you stuff, you know, over the phone. She was the consultant for that. And so I just my my entry into marketing was listening to sales and marketing calls and assessing them. And um, anyway, she, I had, eventually I ended up uh, elevating in her company and started running the operations. And part of that was overseeing the marketing. I, by nature, am a creative, and uh, and what I loved to to do, what I discovered I loved doing was the marriage between creativity and business thinking, so strategy, and and mixing those two. And so I, I was like, man, if I could do anything forever, this is what I would do. I would do something in marketing, something with creativity, and that was in 2012. Is when I just went for it, and I just started. I, we threw up a website. And, um, you know, my portfolio was seven clients and they were all my mom's businesses. <laughs> and so the, <laughs> so they, they were like websites that I did for her logos. And it's, it's just basic websites, logos and, and SEO, uh, off page SEO. So like we'll create your Google listing. And it was a real small mom and pop operation. So we were working with really small companies. And just to be honest, we weren't that great. It, it was like we were pretty terrible at first, but I loved doing it. And um, it was me and uh, a, a junior developer in the corner of my mom's office with a laptop. And we started that in 2012. And then I just uh, gave myself about a four-month window of hitting the pavement pretty heavy, uh, getting the word out there, doing everything. The shotgun method, you know, uh, networking, going to chamber meetings, going to events. I was doing telemarketing, call center stuff, you know, calling businesses. And uh, I was just doing everything. And in about four months, I had enough business to where I could make that decision, you know, should I do this full time? And, and, uh, and I made that decision and, and it's everything else is history from there. Hey, what's up agency owners. I want to let you know about a hosting platform that is giving digital agencies and creators around the world an edge when it comes to site speed, scalability, and profit. It's called Cloudways, and it's designed to create exceptional experiences for you and your clients that guarantees unmatched performance, reliability, and choice with 24-7 award-winning support. Cloudways is excited to offer our listeners a $50 hosting credit in addition to their amazing benefits of their agency partner program. For more details, head over to yougurus.com slash cloudways or use promo code DASCW when signing up. Let's get back to our show. How are y'all getting clients uh, these days? Yeah, so mo- most everything. When we first started, it was, like I said, everything. And and it was from 2012 to 2014, we were working with really small companies, mom and pop local companies, uh, really shoestring budgets. 
And in about 2014 is when I started having to hire more people. And at that time, we had uh, six employees. I had about a $20,000 a month overhead expense. And I was selling creative services off at one-off projects for about $1,000 per average ticket price. And so you do the math, it's like 20 new projects per month. And so it's really low-level stuff. And, and I was like, man, if I sell more... It would drive me nuts because we can't even keep up with the work. And so, but so I need, I need to exponentially increase our rates, but how do I do that? And, um, and I found this YouTube channel at the time it was called the school. Now it's called the future with Chris Doe. And, um, I don't know if you know who Chris Doe is. Sure. He's been on the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, so I, I found his YouTube channel, bought a course, and I was like, oh my gosh, I kind of like opened up my eyes to the world of brand strategy. And so rather than just doing being a design shop and doing small level work with mom and pops, I was like, man, I want to solve higher level challenges through creativity. And I think the way to do that is by learning how to be a really good strategist. And so 2014 is when I had that kind of moment. 2015 is when... I um I bought that course and then I ended up meeting Chris and he called me and this is before Chris Doe was who Chris Doe is today. He was really finding his voice as like a coach and I really lucked out because he called me and was like, look, I, he, I told him my story and um, he said, if you do everything I tell you to do for the next six months, I guarantee it'll change your life. It's like, All right, let's do it, man. And so I did like he was coaching me pretty personally and and regularly for a good six months, there was a handful of us he was doing that with. And uh, we were able to increase our minimum level of engagement from selling $1,000 projects to $10,000. And so when you when you make that jump, you work on better projects. And so right, the, the next year, I made about the same amount of money as the year before. But instead of an average of 20 new projects per month, it was two. And so it was yeah. like... Uh, my creative capacity is... I have it now. And now I could think and, and do better work. And then we started um, hiring better quality people. And then every ever since then, we just started kind of elevating our uh, our team, our capabilities, and our clientele. So the, the question you asked was, how do we get clients nowadays... It's not just the one thing. It's, you know, we've been in business for now 11 years. And so a lot of it's referral, word of mouth. Um, it's coming from uh, the, the work. There's no better marketing than a job well done. So if you have really good client relationships, it just comes to you. What we found turns, uh, like when the, the nozzle of new business is turned off, it's because I'm not personally connecting with people in my network. And so the vast majority of our business is coming through my connections, my network through referrals. Um, but we for sure get some business from our YouTube channel, which uh, is growing. Most of them are creative entrepreneurs, but we get clients from there. And then our digital marketing efforts for sure uh, inbound is coming that way as well. Okay, cool. What's the current team makeup? You mentioned you had about 10 people. Yeah, so I have my executive assistant who is... Uh, the She does everything I can't do well. So she just keeps me organized. Uh, I have uh, my wife is running our uh, accounts payable, payroll, HR, you know, uh, all of that. So she she does kind of the admin uh, administration, and then uh, aside from them, so that's like kind of the executive team. And then we have uh, a project manager, an account manager, a digital marketing director, two developers. So one one uh, webmaster and then a junior developer, a graphic designer, a content marketer for us. And a uh, uh, the head of our st- uh, video studio. I think I listed everybody. 
Okay. So you mentioned a content marketer for us. So that's not a client-facing role? Correct. Yeah. So we were having that challenge that a lot of agencies face where they're so busy working on their client work that they kind of let their own marketing go to the wayside. And so rather than keeping my team inundated with doing our marketing as well, I hired one person to just oversee all of our marketing efforts uh, at Butler Branding. And so he has his scorecard, you know, uh, he's responsible for making sure there's two YouTube videos per month. There's a social media post every day. There's two email offers. There's an event every quarter. And so he, these are the, the things that he's responsible for all for just us. And then he, we put him every once in a while on client facing stuff, but for the most part, he's doing marketing just for Butler. Cool. Very nice. So what do, I guess in your, I mean, 11 years now, I assume there's, you know, I mean, it's a, we've heard like the highlight reel, the fun part of the story, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. what, have, what have been some of the challenges that you had to go through? Well, the biggest one, like I said, was that, uh, that period of suck in the very beginning, the first few years of figuring out how to uh, get higher level, higher paying clients. And so uh, it was, you're, you're burning the candle at both ends. You're so busy that you can't keep up with working on your business. You're not making enough to pay your bills. You need, you know, you need higher level people, but you can't even afford the people that you have. And so that was like the big, the first big hurdle. After that, then it was, um, okay, now we have these higher level clients. They expect a higher level of service than these smaller mom and pop companies. So where's, where's the white glove treatment at? And so figuring out how to do project management on complex creative projects. Um, without having formal training or anything, um, we had to learn a ton of things the hard way. And so for us, the biggest challenge was finding a good project manager. That that really was a huge... That's been a challenge for a long time. I think we finally... Well, I know we finally landed on a, a good project manager. At, at first, I thought it was our system. like Maybe our project management process isn't working right. And so we uh, took uh, different iterations of it. And then at some point in time, you look at your process and you're like, okay, it's either the process doesn't work or we're not working the process. And so let's take an audit of what our pro- our project management process is. This is what it, um, it, how it is laid out. Are we doing this? And time and time again, it was, no, we're not following. So why am I going to change the process if we're not even following the process that we have? And so that that was a huge challenge is finding the person um, that's the right person to lead our team in project management. Yeah. So so like in, instead of just, you know, having a, a, a process on a whiteboard or instead right. of ClickUp, actually having somebody who's accountable for that. What, what kinds of things did you look for in hiring a, a PM? So the, we, the, the, the pain points, what we were looking for before was I was just doing all the project management and I know what I'm good at. And my lane is not project man. I'm not a great manager. I'm a good visionary uh, entrepreneur, starter, creative director, strategist. I'm not a good uh, manager in the sense of staying in the details and staying organized and keeping. So um, at, at first I was looking for an assistant, someone to help me. I didn't even know what a project manager was. And so I was like, okay, well, I know what our process is. I just need an assistant to know my process. And what I found was an assistant that was more of like an entry-level position uh, without having agency experience. They were just really order takers and there wasn't that level of leadership and management that I was looking for. So that didn't work out. And then other... So, so you had hired like a coordinator type... Yeah, like it was just like an administrative master. type position yep. to help me, right? So like my, what my executive assistant is right now, I would have that person try to be the project manager, but it just didn't work out. So the next one, 
I hired was someone that had agency experience. The challenge with that is that the agency experience that person had was in a very niche industry. So they were, it was like one type of thing all the time. And so with our agency having a, uh, being a, more of a generalist where we work in multiple industries and every project is different, the ability to turn off the old way of thinking and to be able to uh, apply lateral thinking just wasn't there. there. There's a book from uh, Michael Epstein called Range, Why Generalists Win in an Age of Specialization. And he was saying that a lot of times when you have like this niche way of doing things, you could get highly specialized focus and you could charge a premium. But what happens is um, in some cases, many cases that you develop what's called cognitive entrenchment to where every the only tool you have is a hammer. So everything looks like a nail. Whereas when you're a generalist, you, you have a broad range of experiences that you're able to draw from different experiences and apply solutions that were, would be maybe unorthodox to where you can, it's called lateral thinking. You could uh, apply thinking from one set of scenarios to another. And so anyway, my, my agency experienced project manager was niched focus. And so she, it, it, she had a hard time having that lateral thinking. So that was a challenge. So what I finally landed on was someone who's highly organized, understands creativity, but great leadership skills. And that was the the missing piece. It was the the leadership. And it, I, I didn't really think of that person as being like a high-level leader. But for us, it makes the world of difference to where our project manager that we have now is able to keep me out of the weeds, take uh, 100% ownership over the team and uh, to be able to lead, manage, and hold them accountable. So that's where we are right now. Yeah, very cool. Hey, agency owners. Are you looking for a strategic and reliable white-label partner to scale your agency business? E2M is the number one white-label partner for digital agencies when it comes to website design, web development, e-commerce, SEO, and content writing. E2M is trusted by over 150 agency partners and has been providing white-label services for the last 10 years. Their team has over 170 experts and is on a mission to help 500 agencies increase their revenue and profit margins with impactful white-label services. Check out their transparent and flexible white-label pricing at e2msolutions.com forward slash gurus. That's www.e2msolutions.com forward slash u-g-u-r-u-s. E2M is currently running a special discount for 10% off for your first three months. Check it out now. It's available for a limited time. What are you guys seeing in terms of growth strategies? I mean, I know you kind of went from designer to brand strategist, and that was a big, yeah, yeah. like you know, a big lever um, that created a lot of growth for you. Um, what What are you kind of seeing as like the next move in this space, or at least for for Butler? Yeah. So during COVID, uh, which was like weird for everybody, we had an initial panic and scare just like everybody else you know we lost a bunch of our clients overnight cuz the thing that they turned off was marketing and branding and and I was like oh crap but because we were working with a lot of mission driven organizations there was a ton of covid relief programs and different grant funding that went to a lot of these initiatives that needed communication awareness and and so we got extremely busy so 2020 was like our best year 2021 was better than that and then 2022 ended up being better than that uh the problem was we were so busy that we grew from like seven employees to eight to 10 to 15 to 17. And, and during this time, 
I'm extremely busy. That I, I, I'm not a great CEO. I'm a good entrepreneur and starter, but I, I'm not the best at like looking at the numbers. There's like better CEO. Like so many agency owners are so much better at being a CEO than I am. I didn't have the foresight to see like, hey, a lot of these grant funded projects, they're like the de- the deadlines coming up. And so we started 2023 with like a terrible first quarter. And so when we're we're, we're uh, thinking about growth strategies, it was like, do we really want to grow again? Because having 17 employees and then having to lose a third of our staff in like the first quarter because we couldn't keep them on, it's like, man, I don't know, like more employees equals more headaches. But at the same time, we want to grow a team and build a culture. So what does growth actually look like for us? And so it, there was some of the the scramble of, getting our head above water in Q1 of this year. And then what we did was we hired a consultant to come in and help us roll out um, EOS. Have you heard of EOS? Yeah, sure. Very popular amongst our, our listeners. Yeah. So I I mean, I don't know why it took us so long to read that book, Traction. And and so I was trying to self-implement Traction for a little bit. And I was like, man, this is kind of difficult. So we went to EOS Worldwide and saw that they had these implementers. And I was like, dude, I just need to hire one of these guys. And it's been life-changing for us. So when we're talking about growth strategy, what does the next level look like? It's really uh, following the EOS model. So we identified, you know, what's our 10-year vision look like? Uh, what's our three-year picture, our one-year priority, and then living in the 90-day world of setting quarterly rocks. And so um, our growth strategy is all in effort of um, hitting our our 10-year vision, which we have this mission to a million uh, goal, mission to a million. We want to help a million brands feel proud of their branding. And then we have a bunch of different initiatives that are uh, helping us aim towards that. Um, So, okay, well, what do we look like in three years? And so we're aiming for this kind of three-year picture and I don't have it up in front of me, but we have it in our EOS binder that we're looking up uh, every week. But really, the three-year picture is kind of like, okay, we'll get there when we get there, but let's focus on our one-year priority. <laughs> our one-year priority yeah. is to uh, get, get back to that financial health. We're, at, you know, we're running at uh, uh, 15 to 30% margins uh, that we have um, three to six months in reserves, that we have uh, all of our... Uh, we have four enterprise-level projects that we're onboarding per month. And so it's it's more about like these kind of metrics that we're hitting. And we know that these metrics are all in pursuit of that three-year picture, which is in pursuit of that 10-year vision. Yeah, very cool. Well, glad to hear that you guys are uh, getting spun up with EOS. Big fans of Gino and his team and what they've done. And we were definitely uh, longtime EOS folks uh, ourselves. So nice. uh, very cool. Dude, this has been fun, man. It's always fun to get a, a little behind-the-scenes tour of different agencies and the backstory and and see where you guys have come from and how far you've gone. And, and your journey has definitely uh, been, uh, you know, you, you've got some staying power. Obviously, what you're doing with your clients is working. They're helping you grow. And uh, just been cool to get kind of a behind-the-scenes um, look at what's been going on with Butler. Do you have a few seconds to stick around for our lightning round? All right, let's do it. What is the best advice you've ever received? How you live your days is how you live your life. Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? My devotional time with God. Can you share an internet resource, tool, or app that you think our listeners would find valuable? I'm biased. So agency.butlerbranding.com is where all of our agency tools are. We give away uh, uh, all of the secrets there. Very cool. And uh, what book would you recommend? Right now, I'm on Traction. So I would definitely recommend that if nobody's read that. Very cool. Um, that has been recommended quite a bit on our show. Okay. Do you have a, a, a second 
you know, a, a second uh, opportunity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a super simple read, entertaining. You could do it on an airplane, but uh, the brand gap from Marty Newmeyer. I think it's a really visual, simplified whiteboard version of how to think about branding. Very cool. Uh, and how can our audience find out more about you? Is there anything that you have they can check out? Oh, yeah, definitely. All the things are at butlerbranding.com. You can find them at our website and it all links out from there. Very cool. Well, we will link out to butlerbranding.com as well as your agency resources and the book Traction, The Brand Gap, which I believe is the first time that has been uh, recommended on the show. So always fun to get new books for our listeners. But if you're looking for links to all that good stuff, check out our show notes page at yougurus.com forward slash podcast. If you're listening to this week of, you'll see Sean's photo at the top. Click on Sean and there'll be nuggets, quotables, takeaways, and those links all in one nice, neat package for you. Sean, thanks so much for stopping by the program today. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it. And that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. We've put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 Lead Gen Strategies Checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency.